I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Pick flick. Pick flick. Flick. <laughs> God, that just makes me think. <laughs> Especially knowing what her character like does in this movie, just just the visual of that is. <laughs> what I love about this movie, yeah, and this movie is called Election, by yeah. the way. In mm-hmm. in case you just tuned in and were like, I wonder what they're talking about today. Yeah. If you don't know how to read, um, and some people don't, I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. So this is a movie, and I love it so much because really, no character is one hundred percent bad and no character is 100 percent perfect right you know they're all kind of in this weird gray area where they've they all do some really terrible things but they also do some okay things and it's interesting the way it kind of plays with plays with perspective here yes that's one of my favorite aspects of the film too there's the i love it the unreliable narrators and uh Mm -hmm. everybody thinks that they're kind of good people, but like you can yeah. see that they're kind of not at times. And uh, yeah, yeah, like you said, nobody is really <laughs> the beacon of goodness or fully evil either. But uh, I guess the closest one to good is like Paul, because Paul doesn't really do anything particularly bad. Paul's not I mean, bad. He's just sort of he's just kind of clueless, he's right? Just, he's <laughs> yeah, he's just really, really dim. Yeah, he just doesn't. That's kind of his <laughs> he's big. He's easily persuaded into things. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But he's really nice, all things considered. You know? Yeah. He's, he's trying his best. Right. His biggest flaw is that he just doesn't really think things through. Like, okay, I'm just going to no. start dating this girl that if he had been just a little bit more aware, he would have noticed like um, that his sister had a thing for her, obviously. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I like that every action in this movie has sort of a consequence, and yeah. um, which is just nice to uh, to tie that into real life as well yeah i can uh, i can set the scene briefly here you know uh 1999 we're back after this is like our third one i think from 99 which is fun is um, it really i think so because we did drop dead gorgeous oh, and God. jawbreaker produced by mtv films remember when mtv made God. movies <laughs> Var- there was like varsity blues varsity blues i think they did 200 and, cigarettes uh... um they did. Yeah. They did. Yeah. Uh, there, there were quite a few that they did for yeah. like a few years there, and then they were like, "Never mind." Oh, and then they did uh, the Jackass movies, right? Oh yeah. Didn't they do those? It was yeah. all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like, "We've peaked. We're yeah, done. We're done. <laughs> we're I, out of the movie making business." Yeah, I think they still occasionally produce something, but it's nothing anybody ever cares about anymore. I think this was the yeah. the biggest critical success. Yeah, I'm not saying it on their list, but they did the, the Save the Last Dance and like. Uh, Save the last dance. Uh, Crossroads, yeah. Britney Spears. Crossroads, <laughs> a masterpiece. A masterpiece of, of filmmaking, theater. excellent. Yeah. Oh man, Napoleon Dynamite. I forgot about that movie. That was a that was, oh, was that huge was for like movie. that a was year. unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that was like everybody knew that fucking yeah. movie. Like the kids, the teachers, the parents. Yeah. They're like, you want some tater tots? I'm like, I think I'm done. I'm I think done I'm with good, this. Tina, and your yeah. mama or whatever. I'm just done. I'm yeah. done with that. Yeah, I never it, quite got that movie. I was like, eh. I think I kind of liked it for a while, and then I was it just kind of disappeared from pop culture, yeah. which is fine, because it's fine. It was so big for so long, and <laughs> yeah. then it's like, now no one talks about it. Yeah. 
it was like a Juno, you know, like that was yeah. so big, and now everyone's like, "What? What's that?" Like, oh, yeah, well, Juno got all the backlash. <laughs> Juno got all the backlash because of the pregnancy stuff and how people were like, "Oh, yeah. now it's promoting abortion." I'm like, "Not or it's promoting um Actually, like, yeah, anti-abortion." Yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's uh, against oh, abortion. Please. Yeah, it's stupid. I don't think it wasn't. Yeah, knowing um, Diablo, <laughs> Diablo Cody, Cody, like no. really, like <laughs> have you all. seen her other films? No, because... I know. I have a feeling like she's pretty pro-abortion. Right, right. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, directed by Alexander Payne, of course. Um, mm-hmm. Written by him and Jim Taylor. Uh, who They both worked together on multiple films. Uh, based on Tom Perrotta's 1998 novel of the same name. Which I have not read, but I read the description and the plot seems pretty similar. Um, it's based in part also on the 1992 presidential election. Where you had... That was the weird one where... It was between Clinton and Bush, but then Ross Perot came in and got like 19% of the vote. Um, <laughs> so Tammy Metzler's kind of based on that, based on that character, uh, supposedly. <laughs> Tammy's Ross Perot. I know, I know. It's like they have nothing in common except for the fact that, <laughs> of course, she's like Pick a spoiler. The lesbian to be Ross Perot, yeah, great. To be the spoiler candidate, great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess there was also some incident in 1992 where there was this high school student who ran for homecoming queen but she was pregnant so they tried to cover it up and they threw out some of the ballots <laughs> scandalous <laughs> Ooh, i like that story yeah where's the lifetime movie for that yeah i know <laughs> i want to see that tori spelling would have killed it yes she would have missed opportunity my god she could still pull it off come on <laughs> she could you know Why make it happen i mean we're still in a pandemic someone needs to write that and yeah just make it happen why not <laughs> Uh, like most of Payne's films, this one was shot in Nebraska. Um, he's got a boner for that because he grew up around there, I guess. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah. And some of these actors actually he discovered in Nebraska, like um, what's uh, God, why am I blanking on his name? Paul. Oh, uh, Chris Klein. Chris Klein, yes. Um, Alexander Payne discovered him. I didn't know that. Yeah, so we can thank him for. The mighty wow. acting skills of Chris Pine. Um, that that was a, a yeah, because he did American Pie like the yeah. same year, right? Yeah. So this must have shot and then took a while, I guess, to get out or something. Wow. I don't know. Um, he was a big deal for like four years. He was, and um, he also discovered Nick Agosto. Is that his name? Nicholas Agosto, who plays the. Oh, he was in one of the Final De- Destination movies. Yeah, yeah. He did Final Destination mm-hmm. and like Masters of Sex, and he's he's done a lot recently on tv um so yeah there were a couple discoveries here and even you know reese i mean reese had done some things but this was sort of her of course being catapulted to fame because she got all these like golden globe nominations and uh i think she won a national society of film critics award and just random Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of award uh buzz for her for this um but did you notice that the actor who plays John Doe in Drop Dead Gorgeous is also in, in, in this too? He gets like nothing to do, but he's oh. there. <laughs> but he's working around kids. And I'm like, given his reputation in that film, I don't think that's a wise choice. I, th- I was like, I'm still a little nervous. There's a lot of <laughs> for, for those kids. like shared DNA between these two movies, I think. They there just is, they yeah. have the small town kind of quirky setup and everybody is sort of morally dubious and uh, just some fantastic one-liners in this. And I do think this is one of those oh, movies yeah. that rewards uh, multiple viewings because you pick up on little things here and there, just like Drop Dead Gorgeous. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, some other fun facts. It is one of President Obama's favorite films, in case anyone's really? curious. Yeah. 
Um, oh, according I didn't to know that. Wikipedia, anyway. Uh, and Tracy is often compared to people like, you know, Hillary Clinton and just these ambitious women who try to get ahead. And I think for the longest time, people often sort of wrote her off as the villain. But now I'm like, is she the villain? I don't think so. You know, that's that's what I was kind of struggling with last night as yeah. I watched this. I think I've, I've maybe seen this four times in, in, in my life. Yeah. I seemed to remember her as much more of a villain when I first saw the movie. Right. I was like, what an annoying, bratty, entitled piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, uh, I mean, maybe she was the best at her school. Like, maybe she did deserve what she got. Like, you know, maybe she needed that, you know, like. it's Yeah, it's the typical kind of female politician thing of like feeling like you have to work twice as hard to get ahead because you do. But as yeah. a result, you usually have to cut some corners and do some really mm-hmm. shitty things to get any sort of modicum of respect. And then people, once they find out about it, they they treat you like shit because you've done this terrible thing, even though your male counterparts probably have as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, I can I can see some of the comparisons to, you know, like Hillary Clinton with this character. Um, I do think it, it's kind of shitty that she ends up working for a Republican congressman at the end. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like that kind of makes me not like you as much, but whatever. <laughs> Butter posters. Butter posters. <laughs> and all those. Yeah, exactly. Butter cupcakes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, butter cupcakes. <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag. but i mean really like i don't know like who would you have picked if if this was at your school who would you have voted for you know like like that's i think that is the thing with this movie that i think is probably different for everyone yeah i I feel like everyone would probably vote for someone different right it's a interesting trio of characters here that end up running for mm-hmm. office um because you have her and she's the sort of typical politician like she's mainly just doing this to get ahead and right if she can help along the way that's cool but i don't think it's necessarily the main reason she's doing this you know she's doing this because no. <laughs> so, it's one step in her career path um exactly. which is why she has like people documenting the whole time and taking pictures and everything so yeah <laughs> yeah like when she puts in her ballot palette yeah and she just is like okay i'm yeah. ready and she smiles and they snap the yeah picture. yeah as if it's like a big moment in the history of the world you and then know. paul is like sort of the reluctant politician who's just like why not you know he's a good looking guy and they can they can mm-hmm. use him to their advantage so they decide that we're going to run him as the candidate he's kind of like uh god who was that guy from texas who ran for president uh but then didn't make it very far i can't remember uh, like recently or? yeah uh he, beto beto yes he's kind of like yeah, beto right yeah. like it's yeah, like it was, yeah. <laughs> he sounds good on paper but once you actually hear him talk it's like uh yeah. you don't have much to say yeah, it's like he's a very likable guy. Yeah. And, and, you know, he doesn't really do anything in the film that is really morally questionable. He's probably the only one that doesn't. I right. mean, because um, he's just because he's so simple mm-hmm. and that's why he's so likable. And, and you know, because he he was on the football team, but he broke his leg. Yeah. So he's been out. He's out for the rest of the year, actually, for the next two or three years, his doctor says. True. So he has to find something to do, and he's sort of persuaded into running by Mr. McAllister for certain reasons that we'll get into. Right. 
Yeah. And, you know, it's he's just he, his speech is horrible. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> it's one it's one of the situations. It's like he's not bad himself, but because he's a little bit dimwitting, he's sort of allowing himself to be used right. for negative yeah. purposes, which I think exactly. you definitely see in politics a lot, too. You mm-hmm. know, just these people with good intentions, but mm-hmm. being pulled behind the strings like by people with really bad intentions. Exactly. Uh, As we've seen with pretty much most of the people that Trump had picked. Now they're like coming out and are like, what was I supposed to do? He was president. I was his employee. Was I supposed to say you're wrong? Yes, you were. Yes, you You were. were. Don't feign like ignorance here. Come on. Like (laughs) he didn't have a plan for Corona. Like, what was I supposed to say? Hello, United States. We don't have a plan. Did you see the the one woman recently who was like, oh, they were using different graphs than what I gave them. I'm like, then why did you say something? Say something. What is wrong with you? (laughs) It's insane. People, I can't tell if they're malicious or they're just stupid. Yeah, I don't. I really yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, it's like <laughs> it's so bizarre to me. Like, say something. <laughs> so that's how. Like, if if this character Paul had been elected, like it probably would have been something like that too. Where it's like, you know, yeah, yeah, you're really charming, and but are you just serving this, you know, bad causes? Who knows? Uh, and then of course Tammy, who's just like the anarchist party, right? <laughs> She's like, vote. Don't vote. Don't, I don't vote. care. I don't give a shit. If I do <laughs> win. Stupid election. Yeah. If I win, I will get rid of student government and make sure you never have to come to one of these ever again. <laughs> ever again. It's and so they're all good. like, yeah, Tammy. Yeah. <laughs> I think I really wish Tammy hadn't been disqualified because I think she would have probably won. I th- Because uh, they kind of allude to that at the end where they're like, oh, there were like 400 votes that were thrown out or something yeah. and like that's the <laughs> amount that would have made her the winner like if those she were mainly her won. yeah which is insane because i would have probably picked her actually yeah <laughs> because like what does student government really accomplish i think it's a bunch of bullshit it's I crap don't think they really get anything done it's crap yeah they don't do anything th- they make these big promises and then it just never happens right just like real government, like, basically. Even at, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even at, at the end, Paul's like, I've got this idea. Like, we're going to have a carnival, and it's going to be like a big haunted house, but it's, it's going to be super scary. Yeah. And you're just like, that's not going to happen. It's probably yeah. not going to happen. Jim's like, we'll talk about it later. We'll see. Yeah, yeah it's, that's, like, it's not going to happen. Like, Paul, can you just leave me alone? <laughs> yeah. It, what else? I mean, I love all the, like, freeze frames and the the flashbacks and, like, the voiceovers. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's, it just makes it some really interesting. And, yeah. The first one on Tracy, Tracy is probably my favorite. I don't know how they timed it just right. I heard that Reese Witherspoon I hated that. Stop laughing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, well, she apparently thought she was in a drama. Yeah, which is probably why she's so great. Because I, I, I truly believe that if you tell some people that they're in a comedy mm-hmm. they'll they'll be like okay well i i guess you want a crazy kind of character voice True. and i'll be really wacky yeah and she doesn't do that i think maybe because she was told oh this is really serious it's yeah, true. Comedy is actually really serious. You have to play it like it's life or death. Yeah, which she is. Yeah, and she does sure. that. Yeah. She does it like the scene where she <laughs> she tears up the posters and she's take, take, taking them out in the tr- trash bag. Yes, yes. And she's acting like she just killed. Kill- some, I was gonna say like yeah, some, yeah. Someone. She's shoving the <laughs> she's like bag in her trunk like a behind body. her yeah. in, like in 
in the car like is someone following me like yeah. she, it's like this big crime yeah <laughs> like, she's just murdered somebody it's so great and of course <laughs> so she has like a stage mom right essentially who's like oh yeah pushing her along the whole way and it's just colleen it's, camp colleen, i love yeah. her she doesn't get a lot to to do she in doesn't. this movie but i'm glad that she's in it yeah it's nice yeah, she's and, definitely pushing her and that one scene at the end when she dis- discovers that she didn't win and she's like, maybe you didn't put up enough posters, yeah, or maybe you should have taken those notes that I gave about your speech. <laughs> it's like not helping, mom. And just here, here, have some like pills. You can have some of my pills. <laughs> you, you can have one of my pills. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, I bet she has some good pills. She seems yeah. like someone who 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 would have the good shit. Yeah. <laughs> She's Someone's like, gonna knock she's, knock you out for like a week. <laughs> kind of a Gladys Lehman type, you know. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, because it was clear that she wanted to do this when she was you know younger, but it, she it didn't happen mm-hmm. for her. So now she writes letters to Connie Chung, they said, and uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Dole to to try to figure out how she can get her daughter ahead. It's great. <laughs> I mean, I guess she succeeded. Yeah, I. I <laughs> That's always good. I, she tried. I mean, yeah. Um, I always feel so complicated with those kind of like stage mom characters because on one hand they really suck like they're mm-hmm. terrible people yeah but if their child does end up succeeding i'm like well <laughs> like were they right <laughs> i don't know did yeah so weird. did the ends justify the means or whatever you know did, yeah they got ahead i guess but I exactly it's, it's like i always think about Gypsy, and I'm like, well, she did get those kids out of Seattle. <laughs> I mean, like, that's good. <laughs> and they succeeded. So, <laughs> is this like the whole college, college admission scandal now? Are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would make a great election style film, though. I've With, got, I've uh, got to say it. It would. Felicity Huffman's character, and yeah, trying oh to get her kids God. ahead. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, they have to be doing that for lifetime at least, right? Come on. She could play to. herself. Why not? <laughs> I would really admire her if she just did that. Like, I'm just going to play myself. It's going to be the Felicity Huffman story mm-hmm. starring Felicity Huffman. Yeah. Because I always love when actors play themselves in the film about yeah. themselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think Shirley MacLaine did it and Jillian did it. I just I just think there's something magical about it. Yeah, I'm sure Lori Laughlin would come along, too, and we can make a whole thing out of it i mean what else does she have going on right is she coming back to fuller house i doubt it fullest house or whatever it's gonna be that house is pretty fucking full <laughs> pretty already fucking full. <laughs> we don't need your shit aunt yeah. becky we're done with you we're done with you <laughs> those twins are gonna grow up without a mother i'm sorry <laughs> but they are <laughs> where the fuck are those twins we don't know are they not on the show i haven't watched fuller house i've so heard they're not on know the show who's on it or not. yeah i've heard okay, they would not. not come on the show but i don't I, they're I don't not know. on the show and mary kate and ashley are not right oh sorry that's who i was thinking of because does she have twins oh, okay she has twins yeah, too right she had that's the right. two twins with uncle jesse that's right john stamos right and because I, mary, mary kate and ashley were the same there. same person right they were just right yeah, the, the, yeah. Were, yeah they were playing the same character okay yeah it was just michelle yeah Cool. But I guess for child labor laws, they had to have two of them. Right. So. Uh, but yeah, election. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah. Yes. That's what we were talking <laughs> that's what we're about. Talking. <laughs> Whoopsie. It's also kind of a spiritual sequel to Ferris Bueller's Day Off, or at least you could read it that way, because it's sort of oh. the roles are reversed here in that Broderick is now stepping into the like Ed Rooney character. And now he's the sort of jealous administrator who's, you know, uh, trying to show up this precocious schemer and he's really furious at them. 
and uh, hellbent on taking them down. And so he's willing to do whatever it takes to destroy this this character, who is now, of course, Tracy. Um, a very I, yeah, different character. I do character. have to say, like, he, he really has it out for her in an incredibly unhealthy way. I don't know exactly what she did besides have sex with his friend well, who was also a teacher and got fired. Yeah. But it's like, what, like what triggers him so much with this character? Like it's disturbing. There's a series (laughs) of things that he does not like about this character. I think for one, he sees parts of himself in this character and here who he used Mm -hmm. to be. And he is sort of resentful of the fact that his life has only amounted to becoming this high school teacher, even though in the beginning, you know, he's talking about all of his accomplishments and how he's been like, you know, three time teacher of the year thing Mm -hmm. but like it's still clear that he's not particularly happy and he's very much in this midlife crisis thing at this point but then he's also has like the sexual attraction to her because like yeah it's creepy yeah after they have the like one a conversation by the car he goes and like watches like a porno of like this cheerleader (laughs) that's clearly (laughs) pretending to be her it's great (laughs) yeah it's great he's like pretending it's her i assume and then later on when he's fucking his wife he's like he sees her face on it. So, yeah, it's a very, like you said. Fill me up. Fill me up. Fucking oh, so weird. <laughs> it's strange. But, yeah, it, it it just kind of shows why he, he he doesn't want her to win because he doesn't want to have to be around her. Because then it's going to have to, he's going to have to deal with these emotions that he has for her, essentially. Right. And he he's afraid that he could end up fucking her just like his colleague did because uh, it, it happened. Um, mm-hmm. So he's he's a yeah he's a complex character clearly going through this both he and the, the Dave character were going through these like midlife crises, and right. Dave just went way too far with it and you know seduced uh, <laughs> Tracy here. Um, well, you know she believed in him. She believed that he could write his novel. <laughs> that's enough for him. That's so good. <laughs> she wanted to read my novel. You haven't even written a novel. <laughs> <laughs> just like, but I could, I could, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. God. I know a lot of people like that that are just like they're they you know they make these excuses and and uh and it 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 re- really is two guys blaming other people for exactly. their own that's problems. The, that's the thing. Yeah. And it's just it's it's sad but it's also really funny. It is. <laughs> it's, just, it's such a weird mix of just it's because it it, this whole film, there's something really kind of melancholy about the entire film. Just the way that it's shot at at times, and there's just a kind of weird sadness, but it's also so funny. It's a sort of yeah dichotomy of that, right? These characters yeah. who are kind of pathetic and like they're trying to mm-hmm. fix their lives, but they're all just very clearly sad, in, except for yeah. Paul, maybe. And yeah, yeah, he's Paul's just kind of clueless, dumb to really know if he was sad yeah like yeah he's like a disney princess he like is he's, yeah he's, he's just like do to do i'm fine i'm awake in the morning it's like yeah. look at my rosy cheeks like right. what? he's just so he's always so happy and yeah i think you're right. it's like in order to just even go on with their lives they've all sort of concocted this fantasy world in their head how everything's great everything's awesome and that's sort of the mm-hmm. the overplay throughout the whole movie with the um dialogue that uh what's it called the uh just, I mean, they're they're talking throughout the movie and do it. The narration, the narrative. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Throughout that, uh, because it never quite meshes what's actually going on, <laughs> which is really yeah. Funny. It's like we're seeing one thing, but we're hearing something else. Yeah, and I love that because you're like, well, who do we trust? Because we're seeing with our own eyes that yeah. this is not how how it is. Like yeah. this person's not that into you, but you're thinking that it is. Like you know, Tammy 
Tyrion. It's obvious that she and uh, what's her name? Uh, the uh, um, uh, Jennifer. Jennifer. The, uh, Gen- Gen- Jennifer. Gen- Jennifer. Yeah. Jennifer's not really. She doesn't seem like she's really into Tammy at all. Like even that first scene where like Tammy's trying to k- kiss her and stuff. Like yeah. she's just checked out. And yet, in Tammy's mind, she's like, "I've never had another connection as strong as this." <laughs> what did she say? She's like, "I want to, I want to get my dad's cement truck and pour it into your grave." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> like, I think Tammy might have some emotional problems. Yeah, like, yeah. It's very like I'm. I'm assuming this was her first love, yep. which. Everybody's first love, it it you know it it sucks. Yeah, it's always yeah. it breaks your heart. You right. never think you're going to recover. Right. Thankfully, it seems like she does at the end. But yeah. even then, she's still kind of talking about this new girl as if it's like Jennifer. And you're like, uh oh, is she kind of overselling this a little too much too again? True. <laughs> like, and I get so the sense you, that you never know. Jennifer is like sort of a fame chaser, like one of those people because mm-hmm. she goes after. Paul when he's running for president and wants to help him succeed and then the moment he's no longer president she goes and hooks up with one of his friends Um, Mm -hmm. so she she very well could be a lesbian but she it's more important to her that she's around famous people and that she's provided for um, one of those people uh, of which there are (laughs) many it's interesting yeah that's every character in this I I was blown away by how complicated everybody is it's a really well written screenplay yeah it was because it it was nominated for an academy award and it won a Writers Guild Award. Uh, it's yeah, it's just so smart. Everyone's really well developed, mm. and it's like I said, satirical, but it's also sad when you really stop to think yeah, about it. It's depressed, but that's kind of all of Alexander Payne's films. I've discovered yes. have that like they're funny, but there's always this little air of like melancholy. Yeah, throughout, and they're usually and about. I, I love that, except for um, Citizen Ruth. I mean, that one has the melancholy, but it also uh, it's most of his films are about sort of middle life men going through middle life crises um oh i guess so yeah and i think this one works better for me than the other ones because it does there it's he's so pathetic like like i like it's just so because i'm usually not into films that have like a male protagonist i mean it's some right. but like this one is just like yeah. he's so he's so pathetic it relatable in some ways but also just like right. man and then you also have that contrasted with the Reese Witherspoon performance, which is just so over the top and camp. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's just such a combination of so many great factors that somehow, like they shouldn't work together. It's one of those movies where like there are things that right. should not work. And I, I don't think I liked this as much when I was a teenager, when I saw it, because I was expecting just like a teen mm. comedy, but like as the more That's I watch same. it as an adult, I'm like, this is so good. Like it's so well-written. It's and- one of those movies, which I think are the best films Yeah, where you, you can watch them at different parts of your life and have totally different experiences every time totally then to me that means it's a masterpiece yeah because if you can feel different things relate to different characters every time i mean that's masterful Mm -hmm. i don't know how they do that for sure but all the best all the best films tend to do that they do yeah i think this one and Citizen Ruth are my favorite of his because they're just so crazy Citizen and they go Ruth to some great. just uh, Citizen, Citizen Ruth, Ruth is, is still is one of the yeah. ballsiest fucking yeah. movies I've ever seen yeah. in my life. It just it goes straight for the jugular. Mm-hmm. Laura Dern is brilliant. Yeah. She should have gotten an Oscar. 
but that's everything that she does. I think she sh- should have gotten an Oscar. That's just me. Um, but that one in per- particular, it's so funny. Yeah. And it, it really does show both sides of the abortion, abortion argument so yeah. beautifully. It and it just, it's because all these people are fucking nuts. Like, yeah. And she's just like, I don't even know what I want to do. Like, right. you are all insane. Like, calm down. Yeah. Yeah. Both of the films he did in the 90s are very political. And uh, mm-hmm. um, this one masks it a little bit, but it's still very much there. Like, it, there's like oh, yeah. all of these characters could be read as, you know, politicians and what they're willing to do to get ahead Definitely. and stuff. And the people behind the scenes, like the Jim um, um, character and just how he's sort yeah. of pulling the strings of it all. Uh, and I, I just love that, like how every action has a a, a, a consequence and the the scandals behind everything like one person tries to do this which results in this happening which results in this mm-hmm. happening and by the end um even the the very <laughs> one of the very first scenes right you see him throwing out that chinese container which comes back to oh, bite yeah. him in the ass at the very end and it's just like because yeah, you're like yeah. what is this scene supposed to symbolize here like right. why is the janitor so pissed off like why yeah. are we li- lingering on him right for so long and then the last like 10 minutes of the movie we find out why <laughs> it's, it's so great it's just like it's with so poli- smart yeah it is it's just like with politics so how, and like in how um trump spent years like bashing john mccain and mm-hmm. um jeff flake and like these uh, arizona uh politicians and then he ends up losing right. arizona in the election it's like every <laughs> action you do has a consequence and people don't you, you don't think about that but it's like oh, yeah, that it's that was a big deal when cindy mccain was like i'm voting for biden i was like holy mm. shit times have a change times have changed i was like this is great like this is it, oh yeah i'm just i'm so glad that he's had a nice dem- demise i mean we're we're still slowly starting to see it but yeah we'll see i oh. love that it's a it's oh. just oh it's it's so delicious hopefully he can't make some sort of comeback but we'll see oh, um, please no please dear god, god no god no damn. Pick uh, flick instead. Pick flick. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't, don't pick Trump. <laughs> he doesn't make cupcakes. No. I mean, God. Just pick someone who makes cupcakes for crying out loud. Yeah. And buttons. I like a person that makes buttons. Oh, yeah. Fun. The buttons. Yeah, those buttons are awesome. Them yeah. down really quick. <laughs> I love how she stamps them. She's yeah. so mad. She's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there, it has a lot of those great little, like, bon- montages where the characters are just, like, angry or, like, doing something yeah. not supposed to be doing. Again, that goes against what their narration says. Um, because mm-hmm. during that whole like, that, that that whole one that she's doing, it's like, oh, yeah, I wasn't really upset that Paul was doing this. Like, that's okay. Mad. That's totally fine. I'm, <laughs> this is totally fine. This is fine. <laughs> it's <just> so angry. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, stamp, stamping, like, staring outside of a bus window. And just, it's, it's so great. <laughs> I mean, Reese Witherspoon's performance in this is a thing of beauty. It's so it's nuanced. Majestic. And it's so good. It's oh, it's wonderful. Damn. I mean, you know, I, there's a lot of people out there that are Reese haters, and I don't like them. No. Because I understand she's flawed, yeah. you know, as we all are. But she always turns in a great performance. And I didn't like the years like between Legally Blonde and... Uh, probably like big little lies i would mm-hmm. say because she kind of became like a rom-com queen yeah true and i was like that's not really using your talents to the fullest potential because i've always thought she is a character actress who who right. excels at 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 these strange bizarre complicated characters that you still feel for and i think that's the hardest yeah. thing to do it's like even though she is doing this sort of over-the-top performance you still relate mm-hmm. to this character and can like yeah which is yeah i don't know how she 
that's a skill that, yeah. that is a great skill that a lot of people do not have and she totally. was just wasting it on like you know legally blonde too and yeah. like you know this is war or what, whatever mm. that was i don't even know and, and and i was just like girl you're so talented do something worthy yeah. of you we don't need and sweet home fought, alabama or, yeah. start, right which i mean it's you know some of these are cute yeah, enough right. you know enough. they're pleasant but mm-hmm. i was like reese you've got so much in you and right. Because I think really the only thing she did in between that time that was a big deal was Walk the Line, where she yeah. got – I think she won the Oscar for that, right? I think I think so, she yeah. win for that, yeah. So that was good. Yeah. So I was like, all right, that's kind of going back to your roots a bit, where you're kind of better. I haven't seen that movie in years, yeah. I, I, need to... I think it was good, right? I don't remember. I, maybe. I, I don't just got to think for <laughs> – like biopics i think i've talked about that before yeah I just, a right. lot of them just don't really hit the spot for me there's only a handful that i really yeah yeah enjoy yeah it's because it it's just like they were born here and then this happened and then right. that ha- happened and then right. that happened i'm like well we could just read w- wikipedia i don't like yeah I don't exactly care. yeah yeah <laughs> you know yeah i think it's usually it's usually best if you're going to do a biopic to do one of a very specific specific point, point in their life s- yeah someone's life yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I've heard this new um, Lucy and Des Desi thing takes place in the span of fl- of like a week, and I'm like, okay, that makes a little that could bit be more interesting. Sense. Yeah, that might be good. That could be good. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna take a chance on that one. But take when it's chance, just like, here's the highlights of their entire life, I'm like, what? What is this? That's a little I, much. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Uh. I watched Jackie recently. Now I like that one quite a bit, but it was it it, it took place between like a week span, like that. So yeah, I think yeah. that that's usually the way to go about doing it. Yeah, exactly. I um, thought that one worked pre- pretty much as well as it could have. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, this is a very interesting take on a biopic. Yeah, that it's like yeah. it's all in one week, and it's like the most depressing week of her life. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Is, it's not exactly a feel good. It's not a feel good hey, movie at all. But hey, yeah, it doesn't have to be, especially because they literally show. Kennedy getting shot and blood like spattering all yeah. over. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, this went there. I was not and expecting this. I seem to recall the music being like really like dissonant and kind of yeah, cre- it is cre- creepy the entire time. And I'm is. like, is this a horror movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, is something about to pop up? Is this a is this a sequel to Black Swan and we just don't know it? Yet? It <laughs> felt like, like that. Everything transform? was sort of asymmetrical <laughs> and like she was because she yeah. was sort of in a haze the whole time and still mm-hmm. processing it. Just. Really interesting film. Yeah, really fascinating. I need to rewatch that. No, yeah, it was no, good. Might be a um, good one to rewatch. Um, but yes, Election, election. <laughs> Reese Witherspoon should have won the Oscar for this, if you ask me. She should have. No she, so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was young, but she definitely should have mm-hmm. been in, in contention for this. Oh, yeah. And, um, I, <laughs> one of my favorite... Uh, lines with her early on is when she's she's talking about like her relationship with the Dave teacher and she's like um mm-hmm. since I grew up without a dad you might assume psych- psychologically I was looking for a father figure but th- that had nothing to do with it actually it, it was just the Dave was so strong and he made me feel so safe and protected like a father figure <laughs> there's one shot I never noticed it I think it's in that same montage it's the yeah. last one where she's at at the end of a hall a hallway mm-hmm. and she looks so small like she looks like a six year old kid yes and then all of a sudden dave's hand comes out and it's like this monster hand and like pulls her in down the hallway and i was like yeah. that's a creepy fucking shot it is 
And yeah. I never noticed that until now. I was like, that's like a sh- that's like something out of a horror movie. It's like, creepy. I mean, this is statutory rape. And, you know, got to call yeah. it what it is. And, uh, exactly. And the way she sort of justifies it in her head, she's like, when I think back in my relationship, I miss I miss our talks the most. Like, that's what I meant. <laughs> I don't think there was much talking going on. <laughs> yeah, because she's not really mature enough to realize that, you know, she was probably kind of played a bit. Yeah. You know, and, and yeah. I, I think that's one of the interesting parts too is that she's so smart and she's so savvy but in that aspect of her life she's so naive and she's so lonely i mean she does she doesn't have yeah. any friends so it's like when anyone shows her any attention uh she's gonna go for it and she's smart yeah. enough to know that she has to keep this secret because later on she's like you know it actually wasn't me who fucked this up it was mm-hmm. him because he got mushy like if he had yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is a great moment there i love it <laughs> I mean, he was kind of a dumbass. Like, you he know, was. Don't I mean, come on. Write a note like that for her mom to see, you know, it's right. Like the, come on. Come, yeah. Come on, Dave. He That's was... why you're a stock boy now. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which, uh, according to IMDb, he's a stock boy at the store from Sis and Ruth, which is why he has those paint cans. <gasps> and so that's a fun little. Oh, that's funny. Tie in. Um, I also love that wow. when Reese is talking about like everything that she's done, like at, at the school and she's in the fiddler in the roof, like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's just like so many little details. That's another reason like similar to Drop Dead Gorgeous because there's just so many little mm-hmm. details and I don't want to necessarily talk about every right. little thing, but there's so many little bits and pieces I love. That there's <laughs> so much. Yeah, it, it, there, There's yeah. really no point in even getting into the plot because no. it's it's so dense and so complicated right and all these characters have so much going on at all right. times and it it never stops i mean this movie is perfectly paced it just it you're never you're never bored for a set a second everyone's constantly scheming and plotting and it's yeah just, it's just wonderful yeah yeah, we've we've we've, we've kind of I mean we kind of covered the first, you know, segment anyway, you know, with you know, mm-hmm. uh he she he was having the affair with her and uh uh well, technically a statutory rap, like rape, that's what was right. going on there. Yeah. And so of course he gets fired and then uh he, he the Matthew uh Broderick's character Jim is going to try to sex uh 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 what's it called? Uh try to what? Just uh, not sacrifice, but uh uh <laughs> Uh, Sacrifice. Oh, that's a di- one of those film. games again. Um, uh, uh, um, oh, oh, sounds like sounds like sack, sa- 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 uh, sabotage, sabotage. There sabotage. it is, sabotage. Thank you, sabotage. It's one of those S words. It's one of those S <laughs> tricky S words. Yeah, they never come out. Um, he's gonna sabotage the election. Blah, blah blah. So he gets Paul to run, and then Tammy decides she's gonna jump in right because of this thing with her. Um, and the uh, the girl that she was dating because she wants to get back at mm-hmm. Paul, um, but yeah, it's interesting. He's sort of the instigator of all this. Jim is uh, because he could have just left everything alone and let yeah. um, Tracy win, but he had to get involved because again, he was afraid of her. And um, there, there's always this sort of weird debate throughout the movie of like the difference between 
ethics and morals, which they never really. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because nobody ever says what the difference is. So it's like, I don't think it's. Yeah. <laughs> it's most really of a them are thing. just like, I think it's the same thing. Right. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Yeah. This movie also has a lot of shared DNA with like American Beauty, where you have this person, mm-hmm. the, the the guy who's going through the existential crisis and doing all the shit, but he is punished for it. You know, he oh, every yeah. bad action that he takes in this film, there is a pretty equal uh, consequence for that. And I love mm-hmm. that because um, that's what makes it so engaging and realistic, because that's what happens in real life. Right. You do shitty things. Eventually, exactly. it's going to catch up with you at some point. Yeah. Um, usually, yeah. unless you were just really, really good at hiding your tracks. But um Eventually, you're going to get stung in the eye by a, a bee. A bee. It's uh, such a funny plot point. <laughs> it's so random. It's so random. But again, it's like... Because it doesn't really have anything to do with anything, but it just makes him look so ridiculous for the rest of the movie. It doesn't. But I think there's sort of this idea that um, either Alexander Payne himself or, like, God is, like, watching over all of this and because they pray yeah. to God at multiple points. And it's like, I, I think there's this idea that, like, of the sort of um, all-knowing person punishing the characters when they when they yeah. do something bad like like okay i'm gonna send the b after him boom um yeah. it's, it's hilarious and, and the fact that he 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 had sex with linda in front of the baby in the playpen the like, baby god damn when, when when the camera back backs up and you can just see that the baby's just wa- watching them yeah it's it's, it's so Funny. ridiculous yeah <laughs> Ah, oh, it's absurdist. Um, oh my god, this movie is a hoot and a half. It's a hoot, and it's it, it's just the, all these little little details that um, I think make it amazing and great. Um, oh yeah. Uh, well, what because else? it's it yeah. it's sort of like everybody that kind of deserves it in the end does kind of get some sort of happiness, you know, mm-hmm. because like Tammy gets to go to an all girls school, which for a lesbian teenage age age or is a a good thing i would assume you know Mm -hmm. and uh and then paul like he's you know he moves on from his loss and he's totally fine (laughs) you know like everything seems fine except for jim (laughs) jim still like he's telling us he's oh he's okay because he's he's got this great new job because he's at a museum and all this stuff and he's got a great girlfriend and stuff but we know we know we he's know. still a little depressed, it, especially yeah. when he sees Tracy at the right. end. Right, and that's when really you can see it. the the fantasy that he's concocted <laughs> in his head finally breaks down, and you know he has. I think you wait the whole movie for that to happen. It finally does. You know, he's like, oh, because because he tells himself, okay, it's gonna be fine. It's fine. This is great. It's it's fine. But there's like, you know, I wonder where she's going. What is she doing in that limo? Who the fuck does she think she is? <laughs> He throws the drink at the limo. It's so and he just runs away. <laughs> it's so funny. And he thinks that he's escaped her finally, but then he has the little girl yeah. that comes into the museum and is like, you "Oh, know, pick me, pick me, pick me, pick cool me." Question: The Hermione Granger, yeah, the pick me, pick me. It's a genius ending. It is. I mean, just it cut, cut, cuts to black, and then anyone. <laughs> The book apparently does not end this way. I guess it ends with them sort of making amends to some degree, but I like this ending so, so much better. Boring. I don't like that. Yeah. Making amends. That's not fun. No, this is so much better. Like That's such a Disney thing. Like, it oh, is. well, I know we've been at each other's throats for 90 minutes, but you know what? It was a good fight. Good game. Good game. Like, yeah. no. I hate that stuff. Right. This is so much better. It's, it's, mm-hmm. um, 
it's weirdly satisfying. I don't it know why. is. <laughs> it, it, it's a great role for him too. Like because I think it is Matthew Broderick had been known up until this point as more of kind of the the good guy or like the mm-hmm. fun Ferris Bueller type person, and this is just such a like yeah. pathetic kind of. It's character. a departure. It I mean, is. this I, I'm surprised he wasn't up for an Oscar for this. Or yeah, he didn't like get a gold, he, Golden Globe. Yeah, he didn't get much something award love for this. He should have. Yeah, he's he's really good in this. I'm shocked because he's yeah. It's it, I I I think it's his best performance that I've seen. I think so. Just, it's, it's really good. It's so different from anything we've seen him do. Yeah, you know? and. I, I was told he was actually the first person they wanted to do Breaking Bad. Mm, that would have been and interesting. And I'm assuming because of this, you know, because he's also a, yeah. te- a, te- a teacher going through a midlife crisis. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I could kind of see it now. Totally. I don't know if he could pull off like the sort of badass parts that much. But, I, you know, I would be interested to see. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Um. Oh, what else? What else? What else? Uh, it's wonderful, everybody. It's Get great. The, cri- the it's Criterion Blu-ray. The Criterion Blue-ray. looks great. It's gorgeous. There's an interview with Reese on there too. It's it's good. Which um, I watched last night. I watched it. Yeah, it's like, a, she doesn't I say a whole lot, but it's it's, it's kind of kind of fun. Yeah, it's like ten minutes. I'm like, yeah. really, Reese? Were you that pressed for time? Right. You can't stay for twenty. Like this 35. movie. That, this movie that kicked off your career. You couldn't talk a little yeah. bit more. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Like, pretty much all she says is like, well, I had to hold my jaw in this weird way, and it really hurt at the end yeah. of the day. I'm like, thanks, Reese. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and the uh, the jumping up and down like a pogo stick thing that she does was apparently oh. not her idea, but Alex Alexander Payne's. Interesting. And it was a genius touch, if I do say so myself. Oh, yeah. I remember her mentioning that in the interview now that you said, yeah, yes. It's, it's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just a perfectly cast film. Like every everyone is just it is. It's, it's so good. Um uh I I love yeah. one of my favorite lines too is the <laughs> Jim is like, "Larry, we're not electing the fucking pope here. Just tell me who won." Like <laughs> so good. Yeah. Like, but you need to do the count. It's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> they treat it so seriously. They do. It's so stupid. It, it's a it's, it's a so high school dumb. Yeah, election, but uh, it's I can't remember one high school election that added anything t- to my life. Nope. At all. Nope. It's totally useless. useless. It's just an extra page in the yearbook every mm. year. That's it. Unlike high school musicals, which of course are everything. Right. I mean everything. Those <laughs> will um nourish your soul <laughs> for like chick, chick chicken soup and yes. uh yes and you know they might not all be good most mm. of them are going to be pretty bad but you learn a lot yeah you learn an, so. an awful lot so. <laughs> yeah oh, I, high school musicals it actually come to think of it as i was watching this all i could think was like the first season of glee was basically this but with a musical i think this this is a very formative film i think in that regard yeah you can see the influence yeah. of this on I've heard Tina Fey reference this as being really influential to some degree um, to like Mean Girls, and it has the same. Uh, oh, I can see that. Yeah. The same composer, Rolf Kent, which makes sense mm-hmm. because it has all those like African tribal screams yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, the It's like whoa. Like I didn't know this was like this is yeah odd because Mean Girls is the same thing. Yeah, in the cafeteria with they like. But see, it always made more sense in that because Katie was from Africa, and I'm like, is that why they're doing it? The, yeah, this one's just kind of like just she's screaming. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scream, but um, it but is. But I like it. Yeah, and he it plays works. it up. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like this. But then she also said on the in in interview that a- Alexander Payne would get them in a certain state of mind by telling them to act like animals. Right. Like to move like a certain type of animal. So maybe mm-hmm. that's what it is too. Like they, it's about people at their most animalistic. It could be. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not because to get too deep. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I totally, I mean, I, because I, yeah, they're, it's again, the disconnect between the way they're behaving and the way that mm-hmm. they, they view themselves, which I think is kind right. of the main theme of the, the film. Really. It's just like this weird Definitely. disconnect between who we think we are as people and how the world sees us and wh- how we actually are. Um, yeah. Like Donald Trump, I'm sure he thinks he, he's the, the God's gift. And uh, some people think yeah. that, but uh, we don't think that. So. <laughs> we do not. We do not by any um, means. If you do, I feel really bad for you. Yeah. So I'm sorry yeah. about that. Sorry yeah. about your mental health problems, but right. exactly. get them checked out. Get them checked out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got, I, I got a bunch of notes, but I think we touched on most of it. We kind of jumped around, but yeah, it was good to oh, yeah. kind of touch on. So was... Jump around. Jump around. Jump, jump, up, jump up and get down. <laughs> Daniel! <laughs> Daniel! <laughs> Bring the whole goddamn San Diego Zoo and I have to clean up after it. <laughs> this movie needed Sally Field. That's what it needed. Why does she get... I feel like she's talked about in every episode. I never knew that she was such a big par- part of my part life of our lives. until yeah. I started doing this show. She's the patron patron saint of our <laughs> podcast, apparently. Yeah. Homos! Homos on Homos! Homos. Homos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this movie, if you haven't seen it recently, or you've never seen it, if you've never seen it, why are you listening to us rant about it? You I mean, have just to go, go and see watch it. it. Please. It's, it's wonderful. Again, it is a movie that rewards rewatches because you notice things. And I, like you said, it depends on where you are in your life. I think you will appreciate this more mm-hmm. uh, because when you watch it as a teenager, you probably are just like, okay, this is, this is kind of fun. And uh, you know, it has Reese Witherspoon's kind of fun, but then you watch it as an adult and you're like, okay, I kind of even see where this Matthew Broderick character is coming from. You know, he's, he's gotten yeah. to the point where like his life is not where he thought it was going to be. And, Mm-hmm. So uh, he's just trying to uh, find some semblance of like just to get by with the status quo. And I, it's <laughs> it's it's great. And it, it, there's a character for everyone to sort of latch on to. Yeah, and uh, Tammy's great. Love and, about yeah. it. And uh, she, uh, the actress just died. Right. Yeah. Which is yeah sad. She yeah. just passed away a few weeks ago. Uh, Jessica Campbell. There we go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sad. It's all awful. Awful. Yeah, awful. Very sad. Aw- aw- awful. I actually think this was one of the first LGBT representations I saw on screen. I think so. Yeah. Come to think of it. And especially in a and it's, a film, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's and it I mean it's not like I mean I'm not going to say it's like the most positive representation, but it's pretty yeah. positive, I would yeah. say. I mean it's, she she has a back a backbone. She she's not really targeted because of who she is. No. You know, which is a plus. And so she, you know she just she knows what she wants and she goes for it. It's admirable in some ways, isn't it? I like that. Yeah, she's trying to fuck up the system and say, you know, yeah. <laughs> why not? I support that. <laughs> why not? I guess. Yeah. Oh, I would vote for Tammy if she ran for president. I really would. I, I would think about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would strongly consider. I would strongly consider her. Yes. Uh, if she was a little more mature, perhaps, just a little bit know? more, you know, and maybe not completely an anarchist, but like maybe just have a couple yeah. ideas in there, you know. Um, like, I wonder what Tammy's like now. Yeah, like Tammy. Twenty years later, I think we might need a sequel. We that might be fun. I mean, well, I mean, we we couldn't do it because of Jessica since she since did pass she, away. Since yeah, she's but, gone. But um, yeah, 
but it would be interesting to see where everybody is now. Mm-hmm. Like, what is Tracy really doing now? You know, like, did she work for the Trump campaign? <laughs> I can you imagine? <laughs> oh my! Is God. she Kellyanne Conway? She is could. That who she turned. I feel into? like she would be end up actually being a Hillary Clinton to some degree, and uh, <laughs> because I think Hillary Clinton did start out as a Republican, if I remember right, mm-hmm. when she was younger, and mm-hmm. uh, kind of uh, transitioned more. So I could see her ending up getting ahead in that regard and eventually running for president. I don't know if she'd win, but um, I don't know. Yeah, you know, it's really interesting how I know a lot of people who start out as Republicans and turn Democrat, but you never hear about a Democrat turning Republican. <laughs> yeah, I hear about it, but it's usually like <laughs> it's so rare. It's usually the politicians who yeah, um, they do it just because it's easier for them to, I don't know, I, I guess get votes Maybe or whatever, so, yeah. or be competitive. Uh But, like, you do hear about a lot of, like, liberal – like, people who are really liberal when they're younger and they become more conservative, even if if they don't switch over to Republicans, but they do become very conservative. Um, Yeah, I've never understood that. It's like there's all these hippies from the 60s and 70s, and now they're all, like, Trump supporters. I'm like, what? I don't get it. How did that happen? Yeah. Like, did y'all stop smoking the pot and then turn Republican? Is that what it does? Like, if you stop, do you turn Republican? Right, exactly. Because most of the people who vote in elections are older people, and yet Trump got a lot of votes in this last election. So, yeah, it's it's definitely – it's frightening. It is frightening. Um, This is – this film is a wake-up call to to, to take elections seriously. I think that's – that's yeah, the goal. (laughs) Maybe not if it's a school election because that doesn't really matter, but it's a metaphor. It's a metaphor, right? Yeah. The whole movie, the rest it's, of the world, it's satire, folks. <laughs> it is. This is the, the big thing. The big thing in the '90s, right? You got to everything introspection oh. and the satirical element of everything. And um, remember when when we were smarter in the '90s and really? we actually liked to think about things. <sighs> when we were nice. able to look beyond the superficial stuff, yeah. and uh, this is why we can't have dark comedies anymore, sadly, because no. people are unwilling to look beyond what's being presented just on the surface yeah. level and it's like come on i have a feeling if if i turn on letterboxd and i look this up there's going to be someone that's like i don't like that they're promoting a a pedophile relationship right. be- be- between teacher and student like right. completely missing the point yeah exactly and realizing that no one is rewarded in the end for this behavior no like, in fact their lives pretty much are shot to hell at, no. at the end so I would not understand that point. I wouldn't either. Yeah. 99 in particular. It's like there's just all these films that kind of touch on similar mm-hmm. kind of existential crises and everything like with this and American Beauty and Dropped mm-hmm. It Gorgeous to some degree and like uh, the ice um, storm kind of the ice. storm. yeah, totally. The ice storm. Yeah. That was that 98. Yeah. yeah. Around that same period. Oh, yeah. that's right. That was 98. Um, yeah. But basically the same time period. Yeah. Yeah. And 98, 99. Yeah. I was still yeah. in elementary school, so it, it, it counts. Yeah, it counts. It's the same. Yeah. <laughs> But I sure did love my 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 films about existential cr- mm-hmm. crises. Yeah, virgin suicides to some degree too. Virgin yeah, suicides, yeah. Yeah, there was a bunch of they were just kind of tapping into that uh, before um, the South world Park, went to hell. Bigger, South- longer, uncut. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie! It's a deep film. That it, it did. Mrs. Tingle. <laughs> yeah, some yeah. Elements. South Park did like hold a big middle finger to like the cancel culture to to some degree. It did. And, uh, it really did. It for better or worse, you know, Karen's yeah. in their place. It it yeah. It's uh. It really did. Yeah, that's a fun little movie. I mean, it's, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's yeah. it's so ridiculous, but it's it's, goofy. it's, fun. it's 
uh, Satan fucking Saddam Hussein and uh, or actually Saddam fucking Satan is how it works. <laughs> My God. Uh, so ridiculous. It's so crazy. Oh, take me back to 1999. Uh, I know. Time machine. I miss it. I miss it. It was a good time. A simpler time. A simpler time. Time to be alive. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. Oh. Well, that's election. Well, this is the closest thing you're going to get to that time machine, folks. So just go and check it out. <laughs> it is. It's a great little time capsule. Um, mm-hmm. It's still timely, it's still but it's also... relevant. Yeah, yes. It's, yeah. it's still... It's not really dated so much as just, yeah. you know, you can, you, you can, t- I think especially with uh, Reese's hairstyles throughout mm-hmm. the course of the film, I'm like, oh, I remember when, when my sister had hair like that, hair like you that. know, and you're yeah. like, wow, I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. 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 Those are the best movies that like, they take you back to a specific time period, but they still feel mm-hmm. fresh because they're still talking yeah. about things that are relevant. Um, even though it's kind of sad that some of it is still relevant, like with this this character being villainized a lot, even though she, is she really the villain? I don't know. Um, yeah, once again, even though we're kind of towards the end of this discussion, I mm-hmm. do not know if I consider her good or bad, which yeah. might be the brilliance of the film. Oh, she's, like she's just a human. She's got good things and bad things, and yeah. that's all we're going to get. She's not good. She's not bad. Yeah, she's just nice. But is she? I mean, she's not really nice. She's just right. She's not nice. She's not nice. (laughs) Yeah, she's just right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and uh, it makes you think. It does. It's a thinker. And uh, so go put your thinking cap on. And yeah, I know. In this era, (laughs) put your thinking cap on and go watch election because it's great. I mean, uh, now that Trump is gone, I think you've probably. Freed a little bit of space in your brain to start to think again, you know. I know I, I have. Think, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I feel a little bit lighter now mm-hmm. because so I feel more comfortable watching stuff like you know the Swerve, where I want to <laughs> kill myself at the end of it. But I'm like, I still enjoyed it, you know. Oh, like that movie. Those yeah. things. <laughs> if that had been the beginning of the pandemic, I might have actually killed myself. So, <laughs> like. I don't know how we can this work that into totally a month different. sometime, but maybe we can cover that I feel at some like we point. Should. It's it's, I feel it's we worth should. getting into, yeah. It's a good one. It totally is. I would um, have a good discussion about that one because it's there's so much to, mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah. The nuances and mm-hmm. it gives us things to talk about. Um Indeed. Cool. Alrighty. Well, I hope you enjoyed this, Patreon listeners. We will be back yes. next month with a great one as well. Uh Ooh, I know what it is, and you don't. <laughs> it's it's a good one. We've got a secret. It's sitting on a secret. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, we don't really need to tell you where to follow us because you're following us already. No. So thank you, thank you for supporting yes. us as always. Thank you and so much. Yeah, yeah. And uh, y'all we'll... are fabulous. Fabulous, you're wonderful. I love you. Thank you. We ya. support all of you. Thank mm-hmm. you for listening. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Barbara. Goodbye. <laughs> you're Goodbye. Welcome. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>